Welcome back to Recorded Conversations, the podcast that's dedicated to compassionately considering all perspectives while engaging in authentic, connected dialogue. I'm Danielle Kingstrom. Well, folks, it's time to cancel another celebrity. I don't know if you've heard the latest tea, but Letitia Wright, star of Black Panther and new movie called Small Axe, she was asked to share her opinions about the COVID-19 vaccine. And she shared the video on her Twitter page, which was hosted by YouTube, and she just wanted to share it with people. And the backlash just started rolling in. And her initial response to the backlash was this. If you don't conform to popular opinions but ask questions and think for yourself, you get canceled laughing emoji. So this this takes place on December 3rd, 2020. Ooh, my birthday. Then the backlash ensues again. And I mean, it was incredible. I was watching this take place. She was trending. All of these these things were coming out about her. And it was within just a few hours that, oh my God, the bullying was so intense. And then after some more backlash and some more threats of cancellation, someone said that someone needs to make an example out of her. And she responds with, Make an example out of me for asking if something is right for my body before taking it. What an interesting world we live in. And I mean, I'm right there with her. I am baffled by the fact that nobody wants to ask questions about a fast track vaccine that they're hurrying up to get on the market. Haven't we been hearing from everybody that we have put our faith in? All of these famous idols. Haven't we been hearing from everybody that the pharmaceutical companies are nasty, greedy, money-obsessed assholes who don't give a fuck about healing the world. I mean, we know that, right? We know what pharmaceutical companies did when they jacked up the rates of the HIV treatments that were made available, right? We have heard things about how expensive the epinephrine pen is. We, we know the pharmaceutical companies, they're greedy assholes. They just want money. They just want to inject us with shit. I mean, this has been a constant dialogue within my circle of influence for over a decade, right? But we just we just switch narratives real quick, right? Because we need to do what serves the greater purpose of the money gods. And so she follows up in a tweet by saying, my intention was not to hurt anyone. My only intention of posting the video was it raised my concerns with what the vaccine contains and what we are putting into our bodies, nothing else. All that pissed off people. That wasn't the apology people wanted. So... Cancel Letitia Wright. 
cancel another black woman in Hollywood because she didn't stick to the narrative. Apparently, this video also includes seemingly transphobic comments. But here's the thing. Nobody can get a hold of the video because YouTube took it down because she said something contrary to a COVID vaccine. What do we know about celebrities? What do we know about these social icons that we follow? Well, they've been given a script, not for a movie, not for a Netflix special, but a script for how they interact with society. And when they go off script and they start thinking for themselves and they start sharing their own opinions and not the opinions of their production companies or their movie sets or their producers or even their PR agents, they get into trouble. It went so far, the attacks went so far that this woman deleted all of her social media accounts, effectively being canceled by us, the people who loved and adored her and, and loved seeing her in that powerful position. How we can do that simply because someone shares one opinion that might conflict with our own is just beyond me. And this is interesting because I was having a conversation over the weekend with a friend and I like different artists than this person does. When I would start talking about an artist because we were listening to music, this person that I was with, my friend, wanted to point out and tell me about all the all the things he's heard about this artist, right? So it was like Rihanna and Billie Eilish, Beyonce, Jay-Z. We get into this big discussion and he's sharing with me like, you know, Illuminati and Satanistic worship and da-da-da-da-da. And I thought, you know, okay, people hear things about the performers and the actors that and the artists that they follow. And it's like what they start hearing their music differently or they start watching them act and they think they can't act anymore because I've heard this information about them and now it has biased everything that I believe about their ability and skill and talent. Is that how it works? I mean, we hear something that somebody that we really like say something that maybe we really don't like and we have to not like that person because disagreement equals hatred. Disagreement equals disconnection. Disagreement means you're canceled. If you disagree with what I believe, you're done. And that's the power we have. It's obviously the power we have to cancel an incredible black woman in Hollywood for simply stating her own opinion. And this is what I notice. And this is what's really frustrating for me to sit back and watch in a society that wants to convince me that I have these inherent programs that I'm never going to be able to break free from is that... Man, and this is such a, it's that, especially what I've noticed in the people that I follow, if you're a black woman and you have any kind of celebrity or notoriety, you better not say anything contrary to the black narrative that the media in Hollywood has been pimping out to you. I mean, it's that way with Candace Owens, too. Black women in our country have to toe a certain line, have to keep to a certain script. And if they don't, they are canceled. They are called conspiracy theorists. They are called anti-vaxxers. They are called bedwenches. They are called traitors to their own race. They are, it is suggested that they have been brainwashed by white supremacist narratives. And it's completely appalling to me. And I, and I stopped and I thought about this and I thought, 
what if it wasn't Letitia Wright, but it was Viola Davis that said something? What if it wasn't Letitia Wright, but it was Shonda Rhimes? What if it wasn't Letitia Wright, but it was Oprah that said, I have concerns about the COVID vaccine? Would they be canceled as well? Are they too big to be canceled? Would somebody need to get in touch with them and then would they issue an apology and would they retract their statement? Would they delete their tweets and their Instagram posts? If someone picked up the phone and was like, hey there, you're stepping off the script. Because I, I sometimes feel like that's what's going on. Because what society, what the media, what Hollywood has tried to set up as the expectation is that all black people think the same. And if they don't think the same, it's because something's wrong with them. And all Hispanic people think the same. And if they don't, something's wrong with them. The list goes on and on and on. And of course, all white people think the same, right? So there's just that too, except not everybody thinks the same. And your skin color doesn't have anything to do with your thought process or your ability to critically think for yourself, does it? But those are the narratives that they want to spread. Those are the things that they want to convince us of. And so that's why so many people toe these lines. That's why so many people are scared of breaking out of status quo. That's why so many people are like, I'm a good little conformist. Because when you're not a good little conformist, you end up like Letitia Wright and you end up canceled and you end up being pushed so far by cyberbullying that you have to delete your social media accounts. I want to read to you some of the tweets this woman received simply because she, like Millions of other people, like myself, have concerns about how fast this vaccine is being pushed and how nobody seems to be asking any questions. I mean, we've always wanted to ask questions about what the fuck we're putting in our bodies, right? My body, my choice. But now, no, no, no. Don't worry about your body. You don't have a choice. I mean, okay. So here's some of the tweets. I'm so mad you're a stupid bitch. Getting canceled isn't a thing. Repercussions for being a moron have always existed. These are directed at Letitia Wright. Girl, if you post that shit on your platform and misinform people, you're going to get canceled. Cancel Black Panther 2 immediately. I mean this with the most disrespect. Fuck you. Studios need to seriously consider replacing this bigoted anti-vaxxer. A black woman raises concerns about a vaccine and suddenly she's a bigot and an anti-vaxxer. Interesting. Continuing on. Y'all can go ahead and recast her at Marvel. I'm not going to mince words. Was a huge fan of Black Panther. Now I hope Marvel Studio fires you and replaces you. You're an anti-vaxxer. Shut the fuck up. You deserve to be canceled. Here's hoping Disney, Marvel Studios, and Avengers cuts you loose. You're a horrible example for children everywhere. Marvel needs to fire her. It's not about canceling. It's about the fact that you are harming other people by not getting vaccinated. If you're promoting anti-vax propaganda in the middle of a pandemic, you deserve the backlash. If you say dumb shit but don't learn from your mistakes, you get canceled. Hey, Marvel Studios and Disney Studios, your actress is trying to get people killed by COVID and spreading transphobic propaganda. 
I don't need to defend Letitia Wright. She didn't do anything wrong. She asked questions. The thing that I see most prevalent here is everybody wants her to be made an example of asking questions. Do you see that? How dare you ask a question? How dare you have any kind of critical thought? How dare you? How dare you not just take what I say as the word, the law, the truth? How dare you? Isn't, isn't that what you hear? I mean, that's what I hear. That's what I hear everywhere. That's what I hear by all of the talking heads. How dare you ask a question? And I mean, again, I say this, I think every podcast, how incredible it is, how offended people are by simply being asked a question. You can ask a person, what's your favorite color? And they'll tell you blue. And if you say, why is blue your favorite color? Why don't you believe me that blue is my favorite color? What does it matter with you? I like blue. What's wrong with you? That's how it is in our society right now. That's how crazy it is, y'all. I'm not I'm not making this up. You know it's true. You know it's true. We, we can even dig back into our, our Christian beliefs, right? All of us who have left churchanity, all of us who have said, I am deconstructing, all of us who said, I don't want to be that hellfire, eternal punishment, I believe gays go to hell kind of Christians. We had questions. We wanted to ask questions in our pastors, in our churches, in our fellow parishioners, and, and the good members of our community. When we stepped out of the, the lines of status quo with our religion, we were balked at. We were accused. We were insulted. We were reduced. And it, I mean, look at, look at, it's everywhere. If you step outside of your box, Someone is going to be right there to try and shove you back into your box and tell you, don't you ever think that you are ever going to find any kind of new comfort outside of this box. That's what's taking place. And then we, we, we fuck around with things, right? Like, again, I'm going to go back to this. I mean, everybody was covering this. CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, ABC, CBS. There were undercover reports. Pharmaceutical companies have never been for the people. And right now, in the middle of a pandemic, we have all these rich, fancy white dudes, you know, the rich white guys that are the ones responsible for just perpetuating white supremacy. We're supposed to listen to them. I mean, these are the conflicting narratives that I just don't understand, right? So we go to this idea where if a black woman is speaking, you shut up and listen. Except if the black woman speaking is saying something that what the old white rich guys don't like to hear her say, then we need to cancel her. That's what I'm seeing take place. Is anybody else out there seeing this? All of the double standards, all of the hypocrisy, all of the contradictions and contrarieties that constantly present themselves to us. Are we seeing this? All these narratives at play. And what do we do with them all, right? We cancel people for asking a question. And trust me, I know what being canceled feels like for asking a question. I might not have millions of followers, right? And I might not have a blue check mark behind my name. But I can tell you just in my own family settings, asking a question is so insulting that it can sever family bonds because you simply asked a question. It's like saying, why do you believe what you believe is an attack? That, that, that's the script that's available out there. If you ask me why I believe what I believe, that means you don't believe me and you are a racist, you're a bigot, you're transphobic, you're homophobic, you're all of these horrible words. 
because how dare you not just take what I say as word, truth, and law. So there's a passage in the Bible, and I don't have it handy. It just came to mind. The Apostle Paul, I believe, is the author of, of this idea in that at some point we will be called to give an account to why we believe the things that we believe in, to why we believe in the things that we have faith in. And so I take that as a prescription, maybe an expectation, that I should really think about why I believe what I believe, that I should really think about why I want what I want, that I should really think about why I have the faith in the things that I have faith in. Because if we don't have an understanding as to why I believe what I believe, what are we? What are we without our beliefs? Who are we if we don't know what our beliefs actually stand for? I mean, it's really easy, right? So many of us are label lovers, right? And I mean, I was caught up into that. I was caught up in the, the love of the labels as well. You know, we all want to feel included in something. And those labels are these little things that help us feel included because we all want to feel like we're a part of something. And so we cling to these labels. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. I'm a conservative. I'm a liberal. I'm pro-life. I'm an anti-racist. You know, there's these labels. And then there's these other labels that we use to diminish people, to condescend people, to reduce them to irrelevant And so we call them anti-vaxxers and we call them racists and we call them bigots and we call them homophobes and we call them all these nasty names. And what we seal their identities, we seal their fate with these labels. And so I kind of got into the mindset of not giving a fuck about labels and not using things that help me understand my characteristics and behaviors as my identity, right? So anagram. And the personality, the personality tests and astrology, right? We, we, and, and I love astrology and I love Enneagram, right? And so we take these little labels that help us better understand who we are as a person and kind of help give you a little bit of a precursor in understanding other people. There's all these different types of personalities, right? There's all these different types of people. And we can get really caught up and just constantly like refer to our our numbers, right? Like, oh, you know, as an Enneagram 5, da 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 as a Sagittarius, da-da-da-da-da, right? These are the things, as an INTJ, I blah, 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 right? As a liberal, da-da-da-da-da, as a deconstructed progressive Christian, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? I'm giving you a little bit more depth into my identity by giving you these labels because we love labels, but... They're so limiting and that's why I don't like them because they limit us. Because if I tell you that I'm a Sagittarius Enneagram 5 INTJ, what the fuck does that mean to you? And does that actually reveal anything that's within my heart? And does that really reveal anything that I believe? Or are these just categories of characteristics that you can attribute to my behavior? I don't know. I mean, it's that simple. So we love these labels and we love to limit people. I mean, that's kind of what I'm starting to see. We love to limit people. We love to limit ideas. Oh, we love limiting ideas, right? Because we want everyone to have the same ideas. Because if they don't have the right ideas, that means they have the wrong ideas. And the wrong ideas are typically evil. We need everybody to have the same ideas. And that's why if you disagree with me, I have to hate you. 
And that's why if you say something that disagrees with the narrative or the script, you have to be canceled. That's why we have so much disharmony and disconnection because we believe that. We believe that disagreement equals hatred, that disagreement must be opposition. I feel like I have been singing this tune over and over again, but it's interesting how the reflections of my observations keep recirculating, right? So it's like, okay, so I am seeing the patterns. I am understanding that these are some of the programs of the world. And look at where they tangle themselves into. It runs through everything. And then what we can ultimately do is we can just use these labels instead of having to really think about our beliefs. I don't need to explain to you my beliefs. I just gave you my label. Do you need another label? Here's another label. Do you need another intersection? Here's another one. That's what we do. And why can't we question things that we don't understand? Why can't we question things we have concerns about? Why can't we question things we feel like we don't have enough information about to make a reasonable, well-informed decision on, such as a vaccine? I don't like the idea that anybody who dares to question its effectiveness or its safety should be silenced. Are Really? So skepticism is no longer allowed. Well, then does science even matter? Why are we afraid of skepticism? Skepticism, a healthy dose of it, that, that helps keep, keep us safe. It helps us stay present and aware to things. Because we're not going to just take everything that's being doled out to us as the truth. And as a Christian, one is called to seek the truth. Well, I think that requires some skepticism. I think that requires asking questions. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus asked questions. He was asked a question and then he asked a question in return. And because he asked questions and because he thought outside the box... He was crucified and they wanted to silence him. They didn't want people to ask questions. What would happen if people started realizing that morality had been compromised and that they were participating in it? Mm, That would really suck to come full circle to our faces right now, wouldn't it? So I was watching some commentary in response to what was happening with Um, Just the skepticism with COVID vaccines and the skepticism with, you know, asking questions about, you know, the effectiveness of wearing a mask and why is there all of this conflicting information available to us and what are we supposed to make of it and who are we supposed to believe? And this commentator had discovered that when he asked these questions of just random people, people look at him like, huh, what? You're not supposed to ask these questions. Why are you asking these questions? We're supposed to trust the science. We're supposed to listen to the experts. We're supposed to trust the panel. We're supposed to listen to the CDC. We're supposed to listen to the WHO. We're supposed to listen to the FDA. We're supposed to listen to whatever our governor is telling us. And and it's absurd, really. You just, you just do what you're told like that. We just do what we're told, like robots. And is that what's taking place with Letitia Wright? We're just doing what we're told. We have to cancel her. She asked the wrong questions. She stepped outside of the box. We have to cancel her. We have to silence her. They silenced her. She's not on social media anymore. Is that what kind of a country we want? Is that what we're after? Is that what a collective consciousness looks like? 
silencing people for asking questions because you decided they're the wrong question? Do you even know why they're the wrong question? Have you thought about why it's the wrong question? Have you thought about what if there is no wrong question and no right question? There are just questions. Have you ever thought about that we could just easily apply a lens of love over every question so that everything that we receive in is filtered through love and so that we are trying to receive the intention of all of the questions is genuine curiosity as a genuine desire to better understand the information that's being presented to them. What if that's the way we looked at questions? Not as an attack on your character, not as an assault on who you are as a person. It doesn't reduce your value or worth. It doesn't mean that what you believe is wrong if it feels like it rubs against it because someone asked you a question. Recognize that as a fear. Because that's what all of those mean tweets aimed at Letitia Wright were. Fear tweets. They were fear tweets. All of those tweets were coming from the fear frequency. And all of them were trying to project judgment because what she said made them feel shame inside. Remember I talked about this on on last episode. This is what happens when we feel shame. And what we do is we project it into judgment. You know, that's part of that's part of some of the purity culture narratives at play and that subconscious archives of our programming that we still haven't worked out yet. And so when we jump on bandwagons like this to cancel people, to join the crowd, to mimic what all of the people in our like minded thinking circle are doing, that's what's happening. We're jumping on the fear frequency. And so I'm going to look at what Letitia Wright said with a lens of love. I'm going to say she's doing exactly what I would do. If someone asked me right now, are you considering taking the COVID vaccine? No, I'm not. Number one, I never get sick. Number two, I, ah, you told me to trust science. You told me to listen to science. Science tells me, has always told me that what's taking place right now is bad science. And this is all about corporate greed. And if you can't see that, well, then you're a participant in all of these immoral acts. And you're patting yourself on the back, coating yourself with labels, and calling yourself a do-gooder and woke and on the right side of history, while effectively canceling people for simply wanting to know more information. Who really deserves to be canceled, if anyone deserves to be canceled? It's us. It's you. It's the ones that think she deserves to be canceled. Nobody deserves to be canceled. We're all here. We're all created. We, 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 this isn't about deserving. This is about who we are. I am a created being. I have worth. I'm here. Let's stop using labels to reduce people and cancel people. We don't get to cancel anybody. God doesn't cancel anybody. Let's not act like a bunch of Judases and go canceling people. 